You're listening to CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal. For CJLO News, I'm Michael Foldvari. Three fires were caused in Montreal on Monday night and Tuesday morning. According to CTV News, nobody was injured by the flames. The Sûreté de Québec is investigating these acts of arson and believes that they were the result of organized crime. The RCMP is investigating the theft of $20,000 worth of canola seeds in Manitoba. According to CTV News, the thieves stole the seeds from a farm in Glenborough, South Cyprus. The Manitoba RCMP is asking citizens to come forward with any information about the crime. China's foreign ministry is calling for French officials to explain the shooting of 56-year-old Xiaoyao Lu, who was killed by police at his home in Paris on Sunday. According to Reuters, the police were called to investigate a domestic dispute and shot Liu because he answered the door while holding a pair of scissors. This shooting comes after months of complaints against French police about unjustified violence. To hear the newscast and learn more about the news team, visit cjlo.com news. This has been a CJLO production. What's up, everybody? Geektastic Cypher, CJLO 1690 AM. Tobes, you on the line? What's up, geeks and geekettes? So we're doing this. Well, this is uh, another edition of the show as we do on the weekly. Hopefully you guys are all nice and relaxed on this rainy day. Rainy over there? Yo, man, like crazy in Montreal. Actually, oh, that's not true. It's not torrential, but any rain feels oh, like crazy rain these days. days. It's just misty, actually. Uh, like like that, that ugly, ugly rain mist. Actually, let's not talk about the weather. Last time we talked about Ikea for like five, six minutes. I'm realizing how old... I don't know why we do this. Yeah, we're, we're old men, man. That's why we do it. We're old men. I guess. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys have uh, have heard, or if you follow me on Facebook, I don't know if you announced what the DTD is this week, dude. No, we uh, kind of came up with it pretty, pretty late. I know, I know. But it is a pretty sweet one. I'm hoping that it people... I told people to start following along on the um, Franklin Sh- A Strong Franklin on Instagram. Hopefully they'll uh, jump in because you're live on the Instas. I'm going to be in just okay. a moment, momentarily. But um, yeah. So for those of you who are fans, and for those of you who follow the show on a weekly basis, this one is going to be a Star Wars one. Man, dude, I am. When you put it up, I was like, "Yep, I already." I'm torn between two right away. Okay, I'll, well, I'll okay. explain why. Okay, so let's tell people who they are. This week, we're going to be doing a Star Wars themed uh, DTD. DTD is drain team up defeat. For those of you who are first time listeners, the point of the game is to drain one person, team up with the other, and defeat the other. It's essentially Mary kill, but with superheroes or even weird entities. We once did movies like movie franchise companies. <laughs> Um, so this one is going to be a little interesting because we're doing, I, I call it the last Sith, but they're not all uh, Sith because Kylo Ren's not a Sith, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I know he, he, you know what I mean? That's where I was trying You've to go yet to see it, but I think that's where they're, they're heading with it anyway. Yeah. So this one is going to be Kylo Ren versus Vader versus Maul. Uh, and this is an interesting one. Um, I mean, those are some pretty big guys. Those are pretty heavy characters in the Star Wars universe. They're all... I would say they're pretty powerful. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, Tobes, what version of Darth Maul are we sticking to? Are we sticking to Darth Maul as he's presented only in the movies? Or are we continuing with what he evolves into later on on like the modern show, um, uh, Rebels? Rebels or Clone Wars? Yeah. Um I honestly think the movie depiction of Darth Maul is my favorite. Okay. And only because, maybe it's because it's live action and they did him so well. Yeah. He was the only bright spot in that whole prequel for me, in the whole, like, and he got, you know, killed off pretty early, which sucks, but. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was, for me, like, the bright spot, and every time, like, he was on their heels or he came on screen, I was excited to watch it. Everything else is just like, ugh. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I think movie version. Okay. So do you want to go uh, first? I, and based on my speech, you already know who I'm going <laughs> to... You already know who you're going for? Robert or, or Drake. Um, <laughs> man, the last bit. The thing with Kylo Ren is you still don't know like what the extent of his power is. And to be honest, for someone who's further along on the Sith, Sith path yeah. than Rey is on the Jedi path, and for him to get sort of... I mean, he lost her. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, I so kinda, one of the reasons I think he loses to her is because he is he focuses too much with rage. He he uses, it like, which I which is supposed to be a good thing for a Sith or I guess someone who uses the... the the dark side of the force. Right, but you're supposed to channel it properly. It's actually worked against him in the same sense of how Anakin, before he became Darth yes, Vader, exactly. So he was powerful. His rage blinded him, and you know, yeah, he, him. So it's the same. It's in the same vein. I think yeah, he just yeah. didn't get destroyed like Anakin did because he didn't fight someone stronger than, than he was, <laughs> or just as strong as he was. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Someone who, ha- what, but once again, someone who hasn't even been trained, who's already as strong as him. Which no, which which. Honestly, because of that, I'm defeating this guy. Kylo doesn't get any love. No love, man. No love. I'm sorry. That's fair. That's fair. Um, man, and now my favorite Sith or the strongest Sith. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, Darth Maul, I feel for me, is the coolest looking of all of them. Yes. Like, coolest loot looking, coolest weapon, um, acrobatics. I mean, Darth Vader is like a cheat code. Darth Vader is, yeah. if you play NBA 2K, Darth <laughs> Vader is Stephen Curry. <laughs> he is Stephen Curry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, and, and it's true. I was actually just talking to someone, and they said to me, they were just like, well, I mean, aren't they? don't they all have the same power set? And I was like, the difference is Maul uses his physical strength and his agility to take advantage in a fight, Vader literally just uses the Force. He's like a really lazy, fat guy who's just like, ah, ah just here, just let me use this Force and ah, push no, Exactly, around. reminiscent of actually the perfect example, and I think this is the most I've really seen, aside from him fighting Luke yeah. in the uh, originals, is the end of Rogue One. When you realize... Darth Vader is on, and just the destruction he lays yeah. down just with yeah. force is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty intense. So it's pretty intense. I mean, Darth Maul could have done the same with the room, but ah man, and I can you trust Vader? See, I already know what my order. I already know which one which. I already, I already know which one you're going with, but you know what? I'm going to drain Darth Maul because okay, be cool to be him. I don't really care. I'm already a Sith Lord. <laughs> I don't mind looking like a demon. <laughs> um, and I'll just team up with Darth Vader because, well, I don't really have to do much anyway. <laughs> he can just handle the room for me. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it'd be cool to just be able to do flips even if I'm not fighting. So, <laughs> in my case, so. I'm I'm draining Vader because I okay. want I want the power. I mean, it's not that I'm a lazy guy, but if I could have that much power at my disposal and I can still do stuff, I don't really want to move around much. If I could just walk down a hall and like throw every single person attacking me down and to the side and just whoop them, that seems way easier and way more fun to do. Um, and, and Vader looks like he can't even enjoy a vacation to a hot destination. Yeah. <laughs> all, that, all those things on Darth Maul can still do. <laughs> Maul, I'd, I'd team up with because I'm, I'm down with Maul as a partner. Uh, he's agile. He's smart. Uh, he's actually quite loyal. Yeah, he, he was quite loyal. That's one of the advantages of the character. Uh, it's just that the the person he was working with is a horrible, evil person who didn't care anything about him. But if I was if I absorb Vader's power and I can then work with this dude, then I'm down because then I, I I like I'm I you know I have a sidekick. Well, I shouldn't say sidekick, but I'd probably see him as a sidekick because he's definitely not as powerful as me. Um, but why would you even want anyone? See, that's the thing about being Darth Vader is you don't need anyone else to do anything. Yeah, but that's it. I can also keep my hand. Uh, not that I need to keep my hands clean, but I could also keep my hands a little clean if I have Maul out there doing business. Why, just in case you feel like kicking back and watching TV? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm a little lazy, so <laughs> if I could be Vader, the same could be said as me as Darth Maul. I just send Vader out, and I don't have to do anything. That's the problem, though. If you send Vader out, you can't trust that dude. 
<laughs> Whereas Maul is loyal. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess. That's, that's true. Plus, I'd probably just get fat on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the end, I think we're all killing Kylo because Kylo just is a whiny little snitch. Like, I mean, man. Yeah. That I, mo- I hate to do, I hate to hate on him. I don't really hate him as a character. but I No, no, no. Like, Super interesting like as a character. character. It's just a little too emo for me. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got issues. He's always he always looks like he's about to cry about something. Yeah. It's just like, oh, Dad, I have a constant battle inside me. The light, the evil, the dark, and then his. So dad- what do you think about that that whole theory? And depending on how you see it, or how, have you watched Force Awakens more than once? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. So the scene where I mean, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it by now, oh, too bad, guys! If you haven't seen, <laughs> I mean, come on! Uh, I, I'm the, sorry. The scene where he kills his father, Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Han Solo went into the saber, or he actually killed him himself? Oh, are people saying is this the new Who Shot First? No, this. Well, I noticed that in the movie, thinking that Han knew this was the only way to sort of save his son you know like interesting okay no i definitely think that he pushed a saber into his father but some people okay. are you saying that or are other people also saying like I, i've seen i've seen it being said as well interesting and, no and, and i believe that side of it because the way the whole thing played out it seemed that like han was like he'll never be totally consumed by the dark side if i kill myself oh okay that's very interesting and, and, and sort and sort of like a lot you know how like Self-sacrifice. Exactly, exactly. Man, I would have never I would have never said it. I would have never seen it that way. I'll be honest. I really didn't <laughs> think I didn't think of it that way. But that's a really interesting angle for that character. That's one of those things, man. I mean, it's really hard when you watch some of these movies cuz you really see things one way sometimes unless yeah. people point things out to you. And I honestly would have never thought at all that that Han Solo sacrificed himself to make and, things... And you probably wouldn't have thought that because of the kind of character he is. But Yeah, he's a scoundrel. I, I saw a different Han Solo in that movie. Where so they're trying to redeem him a little bit? I mean, yeah. I, I guess we'll never know, right? That's one of those things. That's like the spinning top in Inception. We will never actually get an answer. It's kind of just more how we perceive it. Unless one day the uh, JJ decides to be like, well, guys, you know, actually he, he steps into it. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully so they never. I, I might actually be pref- thinking too deep about it. Yeah. I, you know, but I actually hope they never tell us. I actually Ooh. don't want to know. I don't. <laughs> Interesting. I could see that though. I wouldn't mind that. It's uh, nice to have a different perspective. On yeah. It. No. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, I'm gonna end that live video, folks. Hopefully, you can. Uh, that's the thing, though. On Instagram, you can't save them yet. The live video. Uh, you can't. Not yet. I I, I did never, the update. I've never use it. I did the update and it didn't say it last time. It didn't give me the option to save. So, sorry, folks. That was a live one. But that's the whole point. Sometimes you know you want it to be live. You want people to check it out. Uh, so we're gonna get to some quick messages here, and then we'll come back and continue with the show. Don't go anywhere. CJLO sixty ninety AM. This is Geek Tastic Cipher with Doc Holiday and. The West Island Walk of Hope for Multiple Sclerosis will take place on Sunday, May 28th at the École Secondaire des Sources, 2900 Rue Lake. The walk begins at 10 a.m. Come out for a morning of fun and entertainment, all while supporting a good cause. Dublin! <laughs> Hey, this is the K-Man. Tune into CJLO.com on Friday nights from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. for Beyond That Graveyard 3. And start your weekend the right way, always. You love it, you need it. Beyond That Graveyard Part 3 on CJLO.com. Bellevue, that's it. I mean, sometimes you just ain't all there. Analog Addiction and CJLO present Walrus, live at L'Espace des Mem on April 29th. Walrus are on tour to promote the release of their new album, Family Hangover. The lineup is chock full of great rock and roll, including Toronto Axe Hot Kid and Misha and the Spanx. 
Show starts at 9 p.m. and tickets are $8. For more information, check out CJLO's event tab on Facebook. Yo. Hello. We're back, kids. Geek Tactics have a CJLO 6090 AM, Doc Holiday, and... Toby. It's just a two today but we got a whole bunch of stuff to go over with you guys so you guys sit down relax if you got things to say you can always tweet at us a strong franklin or uh hit us up on the facebook group um it's facebook.com slash franklin armstrong d-o-t-c-o-m franklin armstrong.com spelt out how, how many of these double dragon twosome nights have we had on the radio I know. Like, that, I feel like we need our own theme song. I, yes, I know. Whenever Skinny's got to go save the world, <laughs> I feel like we're a superhero team, and sometimes one of the Avengers has to go off. So then there's just two. Yeah. So we'll have to come up with like, like and then like, I, I once like, there's gonna be times where I can't come in, and it'll just be you and Skinny, and then you guys will have your own theme song for that. <laughs> That'd be wicked. <laughs> uh, so, dude, uh, there's there's quite a few things to talk about i mean i i'm ready to start if you'll let me um um i my think comp- you should <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try and make this as 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 precise and as quick as possible because this is only phase one of this situation um oh, for- start it up okay guys so you know me doc holiday avid comic book reader um i go through long periods of time where i don't read comic books for like months on end and then when i do i binge hard like we're talking like from saturday until today i've read 81 comic books my god 81 issues of comics and i and i'm not joking that is not a made-up number i'm not overshooting i literally counted all the issues i've read and it's 81 Man, we need a DJ Funk Flex bomb explosion <laughs> soundbite right about now. I know. I mean, I wish I had one. So, uh, for those of you who've heard us talk about it, Civil War Two was a major event in the Marvel Universe that came out uh, a year ago. I think about, or I mean, I mean, almost even at the end of 2015. And it is the story of there is a character named Ulysses who has the ability to predict the future. And he is an inhuman. He was just this kid on campus. His campus got hit by the Terrigen Mist Cloud that has been kind of circular, circular, uh, circumventing the world. I don't know. It seems like it's just traveling over the United States. Um, if you guys are fans of Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, you know that she was one of the kids, uh, a character who was affected by this same cloud. So Ulysses is this kid in college. He's on campus. The cloud hits his school. He wakes up and he ha- he nothing's wrong. He comes out of his pod. He doesn't seem to have anything physical. This girl that he was talking to, though, comes out like a demon. This poor girl was this like beautiful caramel skin queen, and comes out this red skin demon thing with a tongue and a like demon tail. You know how the devil, when he's depicted, his tail has like a triangle thing at the tip. Like a sp- yeah. that's how she looked, <laughs> and it was and it's rough too because he's like they're both sitting down, and the girl's just like, oh hey, it's the cloud. Uh, have you heard about this? And Ulysses is just like, no, what is this? And then they just both end up inside pods and then it pops open and he has no, nothing's no visible change. And this girl pops out and starts like spewing venom. You know who that reminds me of? Um, agent of shield. Yes. Yes. Is it, um, the dark skin, uh, girl, right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. She like was beautiful and then she got spikes all over. Yeah. And she was always in pain too. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Actually, that's a very good example. She really like the, the, that's a very similar transition, and that's one of the things with the Inhumans. Sometimes your power set is really cool, and there's no visible thing, and you can walk among amongst humans. You're kind of like passable, like Kamala Khan, and sometimes you unfortunately end up with powers that you just can't really be in public anymore because you might be a turn danger to a, people. Turn into a Morlock. And yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so the story is that Ulysses can predict the future. Uh, Marvel really ran with this. They put him into a lot of different scenarios really early on. Uh, from the introduction of the character, you got a five-issue um, Inhumans arc where he is just learning how to control his powers with Karnak, who is part of the Inhumans royal family. Which That was a really interesting story. Um, I won't go too much into that one, but he just gets brought to Karnak and told that you know, you're going to have to develop these powers. And then he tells Karnak there's going to be like an explosion and then Karnak tests him, leaves him in a room locked, 
and then goes to find out if there's going to be an ex- like the train's going to blow up stops the train from blowing up comes back and the kids actually escaped from his cell and that's actually one of the lessons that Karnak was trying to show him he's like you need to focus one of the reasons i left you in that cell was i needed you to see the weaknesses in the cell and to see everything and use those things to your advantage to get out and uh, what what he was trying to teach Ulysses is when Ulysses has these visions, he actually physically gets transported to these places through his mind. Whereas, like you and I are sitting there looking at him in his head, he's actually in this other in the future. Uh, but his actual physical is still there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so I mean that early on, that's super interesting. Uh, you get a story arc with him in Spider Man where he's he Peter Parker offers him a job early on because he's like, you could help us save the world, but you could also help us save science. Um, think of the possibilities of having someone like you who could predict. You know which projects we need to work on, which ones will succeed, which ones will fail. We avoid. We wouldn't even do the ones that fail. Um, and you know different things uh you have one where you you uh yeah you have one with miss marvel where he starts giving miss marvel like different um things that are about to happen and they start like arresting people but they kind of go a little too far and start like they're not even arresting people they're detaining them in a warehouse in new jersey illegally essentially but they're like covered by shield so they get away with it and it like dude it gets so out of hand the main theme i should say of what i've read so far 80 issues some 80 plus issues of comic books i can tell you the main theme is ulysses is a danger Uh, and it sucks to say that but every comic book i read the argument is made by carol danvers captain marvel who's really really pushing for them to use this ulysses kid because ulysses saves the world at one point when he tells the inhumans there's going to be a cosmic attack. And you know those like major cosmic attacks where like every damn hero has to come out to help? He predicts yeah. one of those, all the heroes show up. They he tell like they figure out what they have to do. All the mystic heroes, so Doctor Strange, um Voodoo, uh Brother Voodoo, um Hellstorm, Magic, uh Wanda and like a whole bunch of them. They all cast a spell to get rid of the the, the cosmic attack. And it's done. It was done in like, I don't know, let's say one of those major events sometimes takes them a few days to figure out. This one was literally done in within like half a day. They figured out what they had to do. They did the spell. Everyone was in place. Boom. So when they Is find out... limit to his vision how far he can see? Uh, so far, no. They haven't described him having limitations, but he can't control how he sees the visions and he doesn't control oh. where he goes in the visions. Or when they happen? No, or when they happen. Like, he'll just be sitting there. Sometimes he's sleeping, and he wakes up in the middle of the night and has horrible visions. Sometimes he's just sitting there and has a horrible vision. You never know when they're going to hit him. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. The main problem... Oh, but, I mean, his visions are triggered by stress. So, sometimes okay. people try to stress him out on purpose to get him to pop a vision. Kind of like the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the things, so the main... Arg- the Hulk, actually, sorry, before you continue. Yeah. I do want to hear the rest of this. <laughs> But uh, when I remember when Civil War was like when it first was announced, I don't know, like over a year ago, we did yeah. a, we had a show just around the same time and yeah. read about Ulysses and how he. Um, I guess you're probably not at this point yet, but I already probably spoiled that for you. I don't know if you actually know about the Hulk. Well, I know what happens to the Hulk. Okay, all right, cool. So maybe are you going to get into that too? No, I, this is just what I'm what I've read so far. The 80 issues I've read so far is literally just the road to Civil War. Oh, my God. It's not even the actual <laughs> Civil War yet. Jeez, dude. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. Marvel did this thing where... Uh, so I've been using Comic Book Herald. If you guys are geek fans and like to read comic books and want to know the reading order that best suits the story, I highly recommend Comic Book Herald. I've used it for numerous things that I've read in the past. That It makes it really clear what you need to read, what you don't need to read. I think one of my favorite things is the fact that they'll sometimes put comic books and they'll explain, you may not need to read this one, but because of the writer and the artist, I recommend you read this whole title in general and you're going to get this tie-in anyways, so you, like, you'll just enjoy it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so like International Iron Man, the, the crossover of International Iron Man is literally one, one page. But I started reading International Iron Man from the beginning. Super interesting. It's Mike, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev. M- amazing artist, amazing writer. Really super interesting story. Actually, the background story of that is you find out Tony Stark's parents were never his parents. He was adopted. 
His real parents were one was a Shield agent and one was a double agent for from for Hydra who was working in Shield. Crazy stuff. You find out that Tony Stark's real name is Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, man. They they're doing some really weird stuff. Like he's still he's still Tony Stark's, but I mean, cuz he was adopted and that's who his parents are, but it I mean, you know, you find out all this crazy stuff and you're just like this is a really a weird direction to take the character, but sure. Huh. Is, is this in the uh, Ultimate Universe continuity? or No, this is all in the main main Marvel 616 continuity. This All this is happening. Interesting. Yeah, it's really crazy stuff that they're doing. Um, I mean, you have a story where Victor Von... I, like, I, I never finished Secret War, so I don't know what happened to Victor Von Doom, but he's back. Uh, he, he His face is fully healed. He's a mystic now. I know at some point he gets another armor that's kind of like Iron Man's. I, I'm trying to get to that point because I've seen pictures of it, but I don't know what that one's about. Okay. Wow, man. A- anyways, all this to say, the main ju- like the main point of the Road to Civil War that like A Force, the comic book A Force, which is an all female cast, really good. Unfortunately, ends after ten issues, but was a really solid story. Miss um, Marvel. Iron Man, Spider-Man, all those issues, literally the 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 point of those stories in the end was every time Ulysses had a prediction, oh, and All-New Wolverine, which is really good, also really good. And that All-New Wolverine actually has one of the best crossovers because L- Ulysses has a prediction that Old Man Logan is going to kill Gabby, who is a clone of X-23. Yes. And then the thing that triggers Logan hurting her is the fact that Captain America shows up to detain him because of Ulysses' prediction. And that's the thing. Every story with Ulysses led to something like that. Every time Ulysses told somebody, like in the Spider-Man story, Ulysses has a prediction that this scientist that works with Peter Parker is going to, like he was an ex-con, Ulysses has a vision that the ex-con is going to put his suit back on and fight Peter Parker, uh, fight Spider-Man. The only reason the guy ends up fighting Spider-Man is because he sees Ulysses and Peter Parker or Spider-Man staring at him all the time and gets paranoid. And everyone's whispering in his ear that like Peter Parker doesn't respect him, that you know you guys went to school when you were kids. That he doesn't uh, think he doesn't respect you. He doesn't think you're smart enough. And the guy really liked Peter Parker and was happy to work with him. But because everyone was whispering in his ear, and Peter Parker and Ulysses were being mad sketchy with him, he was like, "Why is everyone always staring at me? What's going on?" So he snaps, and then he goes into a room. He uh, the character's powers are based in sonic waves. He has a machine that can pick up the sonic waves in a room even after you've had a conversation and amplify them. Yeah, and amplifies it. So he goes into the room. He spies on them. He hears them saying that he's gonna that he's gonna snap. He sees Spider Man. He tells Spider Man, "I can't believe you're gonna take this kid's word over mine. You didn't even talk to me." And then he, what does he do? He runs away. Then he goes into his costume and then he fights Spider Man. That's uh, and that's the thing that really bugged me about this. Oh my god! Yeah, me too. Right now in the A Four story. The story was that Nico, this girl, was going to kill a girl named Alice. Captain Marvel tells Nico, Nico, I need you to come with me. Dazzler tells her, don't go with her. She's trying to arrest you. Nico freaks out and teleports herself to another town. She gets to the town. The town's being overrun by monsters. You find out that the first person who was turned into a monster was a girl named Alice. The reason Nico kills the girl is to save Captain Marvel. Because the, the Captain Marvel shows up. The, the monster tries to kill Captain Marvel, so Nico has to kill the girl. The um, only reason that Nico was in that town is because Captain Marvel tried to arrest her, so she teleported to the town. And why does Captain Marvel try to arrest her? And she tries to arrest her because of Ulysses' prediction that she's <laughs> going to kill a girl named Alice. So that's yeah. the problem. And and that's the thing uh, that bugs me about this story. And, and, I, and it sucks because there's so many writers working on it and none of the writers are writing it in a way that makes Carol Danvers smart enough to notice the pattern. Yeah, but dude, also this oh, this is sort of like 
A, if he doesn't have the visions, that means those things don't happen. Exactly. Almost every story you meet him in, if he didn't tell them the vision, the stuff wouldn't have happened. Ah, that's just weak. Yeah, and it bugs me. And and that's why I'm hoping, because, like, you know, uh, as you know, War Machine dies. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He dies because Ulysses has a vision that Thanos is going to attack. So... That one isn't something that was triggered by them. Thanos was going to attack no matter what. Yeah. But Ulysses does tell them when he attacks, you all die. So they now know where Thanos is going to attack. They know what they have to do. So they plan it. But when they go in, it says they say specifically, we have to be careful not to get in each other's way. One slip up will lead to someone dying. And what oh, happens? Man. They don't pay attention. And at one point, Thanos punches War Machine right through the chest. <laughs> Dude, this is the same thing with the Hulk then probably. Yeah. So that's why I'm looking forward to the Hulk story because it was right the whole thing with the Hulk is that they tell the Hulk where we're you're supposed to like go on a rampage and kill people or something. Yeah. And again, Carol Danvers. <laughs> yeah. And then he dies because so I mean it's really weird. Um yeah. She Hulk, for example, is the whole thing starts like one of the first issues starts with She Hulk defending a criminal who um how did they find out he had supposedly they found out that the criminal had thoughts of at doing a crime performing a crime again yeah so she's defending him saying like i know he's a criminal but you can't charge someone because of a thought he didn't do it and that's the whole theme of the civil war story it's civil minority war II. report yeah exactly it's ex- exactly that uh, but what really sucks brain, is my brain hurts. How did you read all that, <laughs> dude? It was because I, I it, it's like Netflix when you use the uh, Marvel Unlimited app. It you get to the end of a comic and it says, "Would you like to read the next one?" And I'm like, "Well, of course, I want to know what happens next." <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, I really like it so far. I'm really aggravated with how it's written, though, and I'm hoping that they're going to do a better job at explaining it, or at least making Carol Danvers smarter. Because yeah. I want to make this point now. If everyone is so gung-ho about Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel being added to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but in the comic book, you guys can't make her smart enough to see a pattern that's emerging from her own actions, that pisses me off. Because there's the issue they have where they have the funeral for War Machine, where all the black heroes come together and they're talking. And it's really, really touching how they do it, actually. Like, there's a part where... Um, choose side, choose your side where they divide all the black heroes um, all the heroes on the ultimates have their own story arc after the funeral and like Storm's story arc is, is the best one because Storm is stays at a hotel in Philly where War Machine's from and goes on a day in Philly just honoring the city and saying I wanted to thank the city that raised a man like you and it ends with her at the Liberty Bell. And it's so it's such a beautiful story, dude. She goes to a baseball, she tries a hoagie like a Philly cheesesteak. She does all this cool stuff. Just to pay homage. Just to pay homage to War Machine. And it's so nice. It's so well told. It's the it's art's always really nice. I mean, it's, it's such awesome. it's such a nice story. And that's the thing. The stories are really cool. Um Spectrum is the one that has the hardest time, Monica Rambeau, who once again, I will say this and I I'll keep saying it, she's the original Captain Marvel and I'm a little annoyed that they're skipping her to go to Carol Danvers for the cinematic universe in any case. Her story is just more she needs to get away from everyone and in her story you also find out cuz she's now made up of pure energy, you find out that she's not able to maintain her human form as easily as she used to. She's actually finding it hard to do it. So she basically stays. Um, well, she yeah. What is like she's Photon, right? Yeah. Well, she goes. That's her old name, uh, but it is the same power set as Photon. She's just okay. pure energy now. She's yeah. She, okay. Yeah. Um, and it sucks because she is losing the ability to control her f- human form. Like she's she has to really focus to keep herself intact. Uh, there are times where she she's a, at one point after the funeral. I guess it's kind of akin to her talking about suicide because she sits there and she says, it would be so easy to let go and just let myself evaporate. And I'm like, wow, that's actually a really dark, that's actually a really dark line for a character in a comic book. They just just slipped that in there. Yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, it's really really sad um, that War Machine dies, that they use his character as kind of a catalyst. 
Um, uh. And then one of the other things is it's also annoying that Captain Marvel is going out of her way to try and recruit a lot of people early on to her side against Tony. Like she, like she's not saying Tony's name, but she's like, there are some people out there who don't see things the way we do. And will you be, will you stand with me if we have to go against our brothers? Yeah. It's more like power versus non-powers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. guess Tony. Yeah, it's true. Tony is at the center of it again. <laughs> yeah. And people were like really upset with Tony. Cause they're like, wait, so you don't like Ulysses, but aren't you a futurist? And Tony's just like, yes, that's the point. I love the future. I respect the future. And I don't think we should just base things off of what one kid says. Also, at the time when they meet Ulysses the first time, dude, they had no background check on him and they just started following his word like it was law. And Tony's just like, yo, what if this guy is like an alien who's been brainwashed, all his stuff? They bring in Miss Mar um what's her name? Jean Grey, the young Jean Grey from the future from the past has been brought into the future. They bring her in to read his mind and he and she can't read his mind. <laughs> it's static, white it's, noise. Yeah, she's just like, There's nothing there. It's like a vault. I can't get in. And he's just like, is that bad? And she's just like, no, but I, 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 like, I can't really show people anything and I can't show them who you are. And then they still trust him. Marvel, <laughs> Captain Marvel keeps using his intel, even though every time she's used his intel, it's gone wrong. At that yeah. point, I would start to think this, girl, this guy is not on your side. You also, I think what you're going to realize, you know how you mentioned Tony is the only one that kind of spots it. He, it's just going to turn out to be like he finds a way to convince her and everybody stops. It's just... God, I hope so. That's what I, that's what I feels like it's headed to. Yeah, I mean, like I said, this is um, so. What I'm reading is called literally the road the road to civil war. It's the first build up. Then there's a second part called the seeds of civil war, and then I guess it's the actual civil war itself. Civil war. Yeah, uh, yeah, eighty comic books so far, and I'm not even in the ma- the main meat of it. You are not in the throes of it. No, I know. <laughs> uh but yeah uh would i recommend it to people at this point uh, i'll be honest with you n- n- if you're like me and you like reading everything then yes i would recommend it only because it's an it's a nice starting point for you to get an idea of what's going on in the universe because to get to it you end up having to read issue one to whatever issue they tell you to connect that that connects to Civil War. And a lot of the comic books had been rebooted recently when Civil War came out. So you can read, like, I read uh, Invincible Iron Man issue 1 through 12 already. And then I read um, All New Wolverine issues 1 through 10. Um, I read the Totally Awesome Hulk, which is a new Hulk story. You have to read seven and eight for civil war. So I've read one through eight. So you just, you, cause they're low numbers. So you can just binge through those combos. Yeah, that's true. So it's kind of fun. Cause you're, you get a jumping point. You're like, okay, this is where everything's going to connect, but I just want to start from here and you get to go backwards from the web and you get, uh, and it's fun. I think it's worth it. I think, um, my next reading will be uh, X 23. All new Wolverine. Oh, sh- dude, I'm telling you it's worth it. The, the story arc, the fact that there's a clone of a clone, it's like, yeah. but like the story introduction of the clone and like all the, because cl- there's more clones of her and it's a whole bunch of stuff. It's really interesting. I mean, it's really, really interesting how it's done. There's one issue that was filler that I hated with Squirrel Girl. I know Squirrel Girl's popular, but I really hate uh, it. I still don't get that, but that's yeah. a, a discussion for another time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, did you, have you been reading anything? Uh nope, I actually started back up uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you want? I I haven't been watching, but if you want to tell know? people, no, I I haven't watched this last season. Oh uh, no, I'm talking about the comic books. Oh good, okay. I, I barely watch a TV show anymore. Oh okay, 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 okay. It's just gotten so far off. Yeah, well, that's what I heard. It's going to be very comic different. Books that I don't. It's not even worth my time anymore. Oh, and you, are you? Th- do you feel that it's gone in the wrong direction then? Like the way the comic it, books. Oh, for sure. The comic oh. books is non-stop, and I get it. I get in TV, you have to flesh things out. Yeah. But this is a zombie TV show. Yeah. Like, backstories and stuff don't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not going to be around long enough for a backstory. What do I for care? Back- yeah, there are way too many filler episodes, and that's yeah. the main thing I don't like about the TV show. Initially, it started nice and hot because you're getting to know the characters and stuff, but it should at this point we know the characters. I don't need the romance between this guy and that girl. It's actually not even that much in the comic books. 
Oh. It's based on survival. Every yeah. minute, every second is survival. And for a black and white comic strip or comic book, graphic yeah. novel, this is probably one of the best out there after Sin City, I think. Interesting. The, the, the graphic imagery and the storytelling, it's so compelling. It's amazing. Uh, so so, if you guys like The Walking Dead TV show, I would recommend reading the graphic novel and you might drop the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> is there a jumping point where people can jump in or should they really just read from the beginning? I would suggest reading from the beginning, mainly because they do use the same characters, but they don't use them in the same way on a TV show. Okay. And I think, and I think that's part of the reason why for me too. I'm like, oh man, I wish they kept this character this way because they're, you know, they're they're stronger. Yeah. In the in the long run, and yeah, this is all these little things they changed that I think they were just. It's kind of like they had a plan, but then after they get to I don't know the the second part of the plan, they just start winging it almost. Oh, yeah, and then they start bringing in elements of the graphic novel here and there just to like tie things together and like for us like fanboys of yeah, the graphic yeah, novel, yeah. but it's just not enough anymore, you know. So okay, and what issue are you up to? Ah, uh, man, twenty three. Okay, but yeah, and but there's like a lot of issues of. Uh... A ton. <laughs> yeah, they're like in the seventies. I don't. I, I actually don't know where they are, but someone was telling me that it's, it's actually really far out now. Well, I'm in. Sorry, I'm in. Cha- it's, it's by chapters. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like chapter twenty three is what I'm on right now, but each one is like, is thick. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, that's that's one of those comic books that I I I kind of want to get into, but I'm always just like, oh god, if I if I'm the type of person who reads everything. Will I survive? <laughs> Once you start, you can't stop. I couldn't. Uh, the first 20, oh, is it the first 20? Okay. Pretty much just about the first 16 or 18 uh, chapters uh, are split into two compendiums. Oh, wow. So it's like this massive, there's two massive compendiums of all the first like 18 chapters. Yeah. And then the rest, because, you know, it's not enough to put into a compendium, and I've been buying singles. Okay, 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 okay. So as soon as it's enough to make a compendium, I'm just going to buy that because it's, it's worth it. So if yeah, you guys want the, it, don't buy the singles, just buy the compendium. Yeah, because the compendiums are usually, what, like 50, 60 issues? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because I have the compendi- compendiums for Invincible, and I 100% recommend people. Uh, like, Invincible is one of those comics that's almost better as a compendium. Because if I was going week to month to month with that comic, I would have gone mad. The way the way the story is <laughs> told, oh my god, I would have lost my I would have lost my ish right there. I would have been like, "What happens next?" <laughs> uh, so we're we're gonna get to messages real quick and come back and g- get into the geek news and reviews. So don't go anywhere. CJLO sixty ninety AM Doc Holiday and Obi Wan Kenobi. There you go, kids. What up, Fruit Flies? Mags here from Strange Fruits. This summer, we're headed to Senegal on our first international tour, all thanks to you. But before we go, we want to celebrate. Fruits in Dakar and TJLO are proud to present Sunflower Send-Off, a two-part event happening Saturday, May 13th at No Bad Sound Studio. Starting off with a barbecue and pop-up shop, followed by the music video premiere of our song, Sunflower Soul, capped off with a dance party, headlined by Miss Eve's Society and Yours Truly. It's all going down at 3732 Avenue de Courtrai, 3 p.m. to midnight, $5 before 7 p.m., and $8 after. We'll see you there. And remember, stay cute, stay free. You've been a hooked on Sonics, your weekly dose of indie rock, post-punk, power pop, shoegaze, noise pop, post-hardcore, math rock, and anything else with loud guitars. Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on CJLO 1690. Bring your earplugs and your emotional issues. We're back, kids. Geektastic Cypher, CJLO 1690 AM, Doc Holiday, and... Toby. So now we're going to be going into our geek news and reviews and... What's up? Kids, if you've been paying attention, there've been uh some pretty awesome trailers that have come out recently. Tobes, thoughts? Of which? What what would you say is your favorite one that you've seen in the last little bit? The <sighs> The Star Wars The Last Jedi was the one that just came out that I feel that hopefully broke records. I mean, Thor Ragnarok like we said last time was the the most viewed. I imagine the Star Wars one is is at a higher number now, but I haven't seen the numbers yet. I haven't actually looked up the numbers, and normally, because I'm usually, like, lately I have been, uh, anyway, up on the geek, geek news, I haven't seen anything about it, so yeah, I don't right? actually broke the record. 
I'm hoping I, it I did. Wrong. I didn't see it though. I'm hoping it um, did. Oh, because one I'm most excited about. Yeah. I, honestly, the thing with Thor is the first two for me were just disappointing. So yeah, I do want to reserve excitement. I think I don't like that they're including Planet Hulk, to be quite honest. Really? Okay. I wish it was its own separate thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I get that. I, I 100% agree that I would have loved to see... Now it means we'll never, we're not really going to see a Planet Hulk. No, we'll never get Planet Hulk the way it was meant to be. Yeah, it's, so it's, again, uh, whatever. I guess I should be thankful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, anyway, true. Yeah. Um, but I, I think... I'm more excited for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Myself too. I mean, I mean, Spider Man for sure, but Star Wars out of the new ones that came out. Yeah. Then Thor, then Kingsman, and then the rest. Yeah. So the the trailers that we saw recently are um, so there's Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Kingsman: The Golden Circle, The Hitman's Bodyguard, and then what's the other one that we saw? There's also the um, uh, Krypton. Krypton that uh, looks weak. Yeah, uh, and then the the one that I sent you right before the show, there is oh, the new and dagger, and you had a chance to watch it, right? I have. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, so let's talk about Krypton real quick because I want to destroy this ish real quick. Hey, what are you guys thinking? Who cares about Clark Kent's grandfather? Thank you, thank you, <laughs> you guys. Oh my god, on Krypton with no power. Yeah, just another TV. Show. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, you, okay. Tobes, you know me. I've said it before. I'm all for telling stories outside the one part of the universe. But for Superman, without the powers and a Krypton that is already... Like, we all know the end of that story. You're going to die. Yeah, and and listen, I I see why. I understand it. I remember seeing Man of Steel at the beginning, seeing Jor-El in action. Yes. Whoa, this could be cool. Yes. I see why they wanted to do it, but why not just do Jor-El then? Exactly. Why did you guys <laughs> skip back a generation to some dude who looks like he has no clue what's going on? Also, also does know in the future that Kal-El will be saving another planet. Yeah! He's recording what? audio clips. Like, what? it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. There are it's audio funny. clips of him... Telling his grandson, you will protect a wonderful, another plant. Like, how do you know that? Yeah, I don't even. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to make an announcement. If there was ever a show that needs to be canceled, (laughs) (laughs) after a pilot, it's this one. Oh, man. (laughs) I really, I really, really hope that Krypton does not become a thing. Uh, I mean, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm betting against it. But if it does end up being one of the hottest stories, all the better. Because as geeks, we want our our stuff to get better. We want yeah, better writings. But, d- dude. We I, have high standards, guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this one doesn't look good, guys. It the, the tra- terrible. I, I know that this is also a leaked trailer, which I feel like they did for the hype. But you guys dropped the ball because no one's hyped about this. It doesn't look nope. good. It doesn't look good. Looks cheap, looks quickly rushed. Yeah. I'd rather watch Supergirl over this, and that says a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Supergirl's really bad. It's really bad, folks. <laughs> it is. It's so bad. Uh, quick, though, um, Cloak and Dagger, uh, I actually didn't hate this trailer. I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, I expect. I don't expect much from the show going in, and I think that's to the advantage of the show because I don't think it's going to be good, but the trailer was pretty good. The trailer was very well put together. Yeah. They looks like they're telling a story from the ground up. Yeah. Um, we don't really get to see much of the powers. No, no. The only thing you do see is daggers, dagger. Yeah, and you see Cloak uh, wake up on a rooftop, but you don't I see don't see it in action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know how it's going to look, and it's on a, like one of those uh, like um, or freeform. What is it? It's kind of yeah. Like, uh, it's like a Disney. Cars. Yeah, it's like a Disney cable network. Okay, so I'm not sure what the budget is going to be and how it's actually going to look <laughs> yeah, true. quickly. True, 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 um, true. So they might stick with more of a story thing, and hopefully that doesn't, you know, get dry a few episodes in. Yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I mean, you can see in the Supergirl budget, it wasn't as big this season as it was last season. Right. So there's a lot less use of the like her flying around and her using her 
like powers. It's kind of just like, oh, run over here. Oh, we're fighting. Oh, do this. Oh, well, she's being stabbed with some kryptonite knife. There's yeah, not exactly. Yeah, and I'm 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 hoping that the freeform Marvel's uh, cloak and dagger won't be subject to that much of a limited budget. But at the same, because I mean, freeform has that other show Beyond, and Beyond they use their powers. From what I saw, the guy uses his powers pretty much. Pretty uh, often. yeah, that's true, and it kind of reminds me. The trailer for Cloak and Dagger reminds me of. Um, remember the movie I Am Number Four? Yes, yes, yes. Which man, I don't know what happened, but that was a great movie to me. I loved it. Yeah, um, I, it reminded me of that kind of action and, and the way it's filmed. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. I mean, hopefully it's, it's good. It looks good, and I would recommend anyone to you know check it out. Uh, the other one that you were really excited about, Kingsman. That promo, <laughs> that I, I, did you understand that the, the trailer is done at a million miles per minute? <laughs> it's one of the hardest trailers I've ever had. So I had to rewatch the trailer three times, and then I googled a slowed down version because I still couldn't watch that and understand what was happening. Yeah, they sped the trailer up for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about. The yeah. teaser trailer for Kingsman, they sped it up like a hundred times. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. you press play and within five seconds, maybe a 40-second clip is played. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the whole trailer itself is 15 seconds long and it has like an eight-second intro of the logo. So it really is like seven seconds for what would have been a minute-long trailer. Yeah. And, oh. and it's really crazy, but I mean, Chatham Tatum, Halle Berry, um, Julianne Moore, um, Colin Firth. Fir- we get the return of Colin Firth. Yeah, as Harry. I mean, the trailer shows a lot and looks really cool. Um, from what <laughs> I you, I mean, were- I loved, I loved the first movie. So yes, I honestly don't even really care what the trailer is or what it looks like. Yeah, I like, I like their gimmick. I like what they're doing. Just keep being weird. Keep it weird, and I'll watch the second one gladly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking. Did you f- like the first one? Yeah. Oh, I did. I, I mean, I read the comic book that it's based on. Okay, I think it was Skinny that was saying he didn't really like it very much, and there was like certain scenes that yeah, he was, yeah, uh, he thought were too graphic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but if you read the comic book, I mean, the comic book. One of the things about the comic book is it does a it tells a great story. It's very different from the movie, but it was cool. It was really interesting. It's really well done. And I really enjoyed how they transitioned it from comic to movie. Whereas movies like Wanted, where the comic book and the movie don't match whatsoever, bug me. Yeah, I know. It's just not even the same. They should remake it because the comic book version, (sighs) now with what we have as far as graphics and comic book version of Wanted. CGI, we should be able to recreate all that. Wanted is so good, guys. I mean, if you guys have a chance to read Wanted. Read it because it's so beautiful. It's got aliens. Where's the aliens? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it has so much. It has interdimensional travel, aliens. It has a, a, a monster made purely of manure. It, it, it's all crazy. <laughs> it's all crazy. That's true. I forgot about it. Yeah. That. yeah. Uh, uh, then we have the Hitman's Bodyguard, which stars Deadpool and Nick Fury, <laughs> as I like to <laughs> tell. True. That's so true. I didn't think about that. Before. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. Uh, if from what I could tell, Ryan Reynolds is a bodyguard who's been hired to protect a hitman who's played by Samuel Jackson. Um, Have you seen uh, the movie Safe House? Yes, which is Ryan Reynolds it's and Denzel book version. It's pretty much a comedy version. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I <laughs> thought Safe House was kind of fun. I wish Safe House didn't take itself so seriously. But Denzel doesn't really do comedies, eh? Exactly. Yeah. Brian Reynolds is like, hey, we can make the same movie, but with Samuel Jackson, it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, honestly, I feel like that's how he pitched it, and you're right, because it, <laughs> it works. It works for me, because I'm really excited about the Hitman's Bodyguard. It looks funny. Like, the poster for it is um, Ryan Reynolds carrying Samuel Jackson like Kevin Costner did Whitney Houston in The Bodyguard. And the song that plays through yeah, the whole trailer? exactly, is Whitney Houston's Bodyguard. It's great. It's really funny. Um, other news that we have uh, on the docket coming to America, possible sequel. I don't want to see it. You, oh, you, okay. You're one of the people, you're one of the, I, I, I don't want to see it. Kill it. Back then it worked. Uh, Interesting. The, the accents were terrible. True, 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 terrible true, 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 But we watched it cause it was funny. I didn't yeah. think they can recreate that magic now and have us take it 
seriously, or not even take it seriously because you don't want to take a comedy seriously. Yeah, but true, true. Take it seriously as a sequel. Yeah. Sorry. Oh man, that's an interesting point. I didn't think about it that way. I actually, I mean, because like I said before, I'm one of those kids who wants it all. Bring I, you know, so I'm really I would get you. <sighs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's one of those things that would never be politically correct. <laughs> they, they, nope. It would be so horribly racist and inappropriate. We're too sensitive for that these days, man. True, 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 true. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I would still like to see it only because I'm a weirdo, and I would, I if only they could make it just for like a select few, like us, uh, us kids who won't be offended by it. But that, <laughs> but that's not a thing they could do in Hollywood because that's I don't think that's too niche. That's too niche. The internet ruined everything, man. Oh, also, also saved a lot. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I can't blame. I can't hate on the internet. It gives me almost unlimited access to comic books now. So. Exactly. Um, rumors about casting for the Batgirl movie. Uh, if you guys are fans of One Hundred, uh, Lindsay Morgan, who plays Raven, is being tapped to play uh, in the new Batgirls, the Batgirl movie that Joss Whedon is supposed to be working on. And she plays Raven Reyes. Yeah, uh, Reyes, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she does a very good job as Raven Reyes in the 100, but she also annoys me a lot in the show. Um, yeah. She's a good actress. If her whole... if but That's the thing. When I watch the character, she's super driven. She's almost like a Tim Drake in the, yes. in, in the show. I was going to say dark and brooding. Yeah, yeah. She She's like kind of like a tim drake mixed with a little bit of jason todd if you're gonna go batman type characters jason todd is very dark and angry and doesn't like authority and tim drake is super intelligent and can like really focus on a mission and if you put those two together you get someone that is equal to raven reyes can raven reyes can the actress Lindsay morgan do a barbara gordon who is highly intelligent focused but also naive at times that i don't know because she never she's never come across to me as naive and i don't know if she can play the coy naive character that well and that's where my concern is well i guess we're about to discover her range then yeah i mean if she gets cast there this is still yeah. a rumor that that uh it's a nice rumor but it's still a rumor and I, 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 don't uh, I, I still watch it. I like her as an actress. So. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm, we're, we're gonna watch it no matter what. It's <laughs> DC, DCEU. Uh, if they don't destroy their universe with this Justice League movie that's coming out, if they uh. somehow have a glimmer of hope and they start making more movies set in the universe, uh, I'm gonna see them. I mean, I'm probably gonna see them even if they are bad, because that, that's what we do. We're geeks and we want to. <laughs> <laughs> we want it all. Yeah, that's true. The, uh, the, I watched Fantastic Four after all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are gluttons for punishment. Even after yeah. every single review, um, <laughs> Rotten Tomato, uh, like regular Joe on the Street review, every single review said, "Don't watch the movie. It I, is I that bad." Us not to push that big red button. Yeah, man. yeah. We're, we're gonna do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it, guys. You're gonna blow it up. And then we all sat there and we're like. Really though, can it be that bad? And then you watch it, and you're like, "Oh, sweet mother of God!" I can't believe it. How did they make a movie this horrible? <laughs> oh man, it was so bad. Oh, uh, anyways, for the actors, I think that's the first time I ever felt bad for actors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. There were scenes where uh, the guy playing Reed Richards, I would see him doing like a scene. And I'd be like, man, did you know your career was dying at this moment? <laughs> like, did you, <laughs> did you know that <laughs> you were? At, but you know what? Th- they're still doing okay because that guy, that guy went on to do. Um, or Actually, I mean, they're all doing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, Michael so B. It, is, didn't, it didn't really kill their careers. Matter no, they didn't yeah. promote it as much either. So yeah, true. They were just smart enough to stay on the DL and let yeah. it just be what it was. Yeah. Um, last bit of news, uh, the show's done in like a minute, so we'll say it real quick. Nintendo has canceled the NES Classic, but rumor has it that they're going to bring the SNES Classic out. Um, I was never a Nintendo kid. I was a Super Nintendo kid. I remember the first time I played it, yeah. Cotton Eye Joe, Cotton Eye Joe was playing on the TV. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I plugged in my Super NES and had a great time. All my games, I still have them. I want it. Give it to me. 
I I would say go for it. The thing that just bugs me is the fact that we're we're like getting the short end of the stick for the NES because I really did want the NES, and I'm actually annoyed with the way they did it because I was just like, really, guys, you're just gonna cut it out like that? Like some of us still actually wanted that NES. That's true, and that short controller though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly it was really bad. Um, so yeah, man, that's uh, that's it. That's the 